the story of Noah and the flood, I think, is one of those biblical events that we don't really think about a whole lot these days um, because it's not really that pleasant. We kind of have this idea in our head sometimes that, you know, God uh, is always kind and merciful and compassionate and he never punishes. He never, you know, does anything that would bring about uh, any suffering in our, in our lives or any difficulty. Um, and obviously God is always compassionate and kind and merciful. And that's why sometimes he's just because that's the compassionate thing to do. Right? That God saw the incredible wickedness that prevailed upon the earth at the time of Noah, and he willed to not allow that wickedness to continue unpunished. Because that would be even greater of an evil, to just allow sin and evil and wickedness to just go unchecked. It is not what God wills. And so uh, he punished the wickedness of humanity on earth through the flood, wiping them out, destroying every person on earth except for Noah and his family. And for us to, to try to understand what's happening here, we need to uh, be able to distinguish there's two types of evil. There's moral evil and physical evil. Moral evil is sin. It's evil of the will. And moral evil is far greater than physical evil, which is suffering of the body. Physical evil that affects only the body, but doesn't affect the soul. So moral evil is of the soul. Physical evil is of the body or of creation, uh, nature. And moral evil is far greater because it kills the soul. And God saw how much moral evil there was on the earth. And he willed uh, to put it to an end. And sometimes God wills to use physical evil, not as an end in and of itself, but as a means to bring about a spiritual good. Because we shouldn't think that everybody that died at the time of the flood just automatically went to hell. Right? Because God is always trying to bring about the salvation of the soul. And that experience of uh, chastisement and physical evil can very often be the means by which someone repents. Right? Someone has a conversion. Right? And so sometimes God uh, chooses to use the experience of suffering or physical evil or difficulty to bring about a spiritual good. And the greatest example of this is the passion of our Lord. God willed that his son experience the physical evil and suffering of the passion to bring about the greatest spiritual good ever. And so too in our own life, sometimes God uses uh, difficulty and suffering and the cross right, to put an end to moral evil in our hearts and in our lives, to bring about conversion and suffering. And so when we do experience uh, difficulties and burdens and crosses, we shouldn't think it's because God is mad at us or angry or he's punishing us in the sense of, you know, trying to get back at us or just make us suffer for the sake of suffering. No, he's always willing our spiritual good. He's always willing the good of our soul. And so we can trust that whatever he's allowing or bringing into our life is for our benefit. It's because he loves us. 
because he disciplines those whom he loves. And so we're called to, like Jesus, accept that cross uh, in faith, uh, in hope, and in love, trusting in our Father's plan for our lives.